world where podcasts are not at our dime a dozen, you have fallen on J House Radio, one of the most uniquest, quickest, sexiest, especially when KJ wears that shirt. Podcast that in the in the whole entire world, we've got Ricky the Man Taki, we got K to the J, and we got me, the secret you don't want to tell your mama. Yes, all sir. today. And today we're talking about one of the world's greatest, amazing, spectacular, landmark films in all of history. If you don't believe me, ask, see if you can find anybody who hasn't watched it. <laughs> today we're talking about The Breakfast Club, a John Hughes classic, an amazing film. Uh, John Hughes, who had influenced almost all the independent filmmakers of the 90s, from Robert Rodriguez. Yep. Um, uh, Kevin Smith, and believe it or not, um, Quentin Tarantino. Um, so really? today it's all about the Breakfast Club, John Hughes, how it affected us, and trivia about it, and everything else. And remember, you'll only hear it here at J House Radio. Oh, look okay, at that! There's my, there's my movie one. Like look it. at like that! It. That was like, jeez, oh. get that man a commercial. Say- like Lo said, we are going to be deep diving into um cult classic film, uh, The Breakfast Club, and we're going to try to figure out why is it considered a cult classic, and we're going to jump into some random facts about it, uh, some stories about the film, and our feelings on the film, of course. But first, um, our man Ricky Taki is back. How's it going, Ricky? How you been? What's been what's new with you since you were last on the podcast? Any, anything what's new? What's going on, guys? It's great to uh to be here again man it took a while i know that for sure yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to be back in january was it yeah, <laughs> yeah i know you know it happens sometimes yeah yeah that, that is that is true um no nah, man same old same thing um you know um just working doing a couple of things here and there okay cool baby. Uh, yeah man how you guys doing what's new um by the way, we, we haven't spoken anyone on the phone, bro, since yeah, that no. time. I know, literally. <laughs> so... The last time you were on the podcast is the last time we spoke, man. Uh, yep. It's pretty much the same thing, man. Uh, just working. We got some. We got a few ideas coming up with the podcast that we kind of been bouncing back and forth with each other. Um, a new one I want to talk to Los about later on. Um, other than that, that's pretty much about it. It's just, just trying to survive in this crazy world out here, man. You know, last time we yeah. talked, you know, the Ukraine thing wasn't happening. Now that's happening now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Los? What's new? How you been? What you playing? What you listening um, to? What you doing? Well, I have decided to do a small change in my life. I decided to dedicate an hour and a half every day to music, art, DJing, or something else. Hey, man, bro. Um, claps. Yes, claps. I Can I get kind of um just got so involved in so much other shit that I've ignored myself. And um something somebody told me back in late November, early um early December, like stuck with me throughout the whole fucking winter. Um Okay. Uh Bitch Tits, his brother, Dukes, right? Yeah, yeah. Frank. He he tells me, he goes, bro, what's wrong with you? I used to see you post drawings and music and this and anything. I don't see anything for a long time. You need to get on that shit. And bro, since the day he said that, it has stuck in my head. Really? And I just let a lot of things get in the way. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try an hour, hour and a half every day. Even you know if it's only funny? 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, five minutes here. But I'm going to try to get an hour and a half done. That's good, man. That That is great because it's funny because I was, I was on your channel. Um, two weeks ago, because mine they uh yeah I had we we I had you know I was assigned a special uh, uh assignment in 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 HSN, and they the producer one of the producers said hey I want to do a pop up video type using okay. you know for for uh, the Home Shopping Network uh website, so right. they're trying they they experimenting things so I was one of the I was the editor that that worked in that. You know, with our producer. So I said, okay. pop up videos. You know, okay. I went to your to your YouTube. I found it. Bro, I was looking at it. Ridiculous hate, dude. You got views. Yeah. Like, if you keep on doing stuff like that, it's like, what the? It would have been a different story if you would have keep on going. Because even though, you know, even even though that they pop up videos and, and what? That was, a, that was a MTV type of thing back in the day, right? Yes. So 
so even the people now, like with the age, it's crazy because like then I even so I went, bro. Nineteen eighty two was one of the first one that you did, which I didn't know. And I looked yeah. at it because I think you did it because of Kenny, right? And so, you, you guys are born on the same day. So, dude, I was like, damn, and it has a lot of views. So I'm like, man, Carlos needs to keep on doing this. And then, crazy that uh, uh, a week before that, you posted something on 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 Facebook back again with a doodle drawing. So yes. I'm like, man, this is the type of shit, man. You gotta, you gotta keep on doing these type of things, man. So I'm glad now that that you dedicated an hour to do, you know, those type of things. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm doing is Monday is going to be the pop up video dedication day. So it'll only be about once a month. Oh, so we got in the back. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm doing yes. 74 next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm doing one of the 70s, one of the 80s, one of the 90s. And I'm going to do that till I complete all the decades. And then I'm debating whether or not to do like a part two for like other facts. Because mm-hmm. some years are literally boring. Like some years, like, uh, was it 82? 82 didn't have a lot of events. Oh, um, yeah, 82 was, a, I saw a lot of that. I was like, oh, damn, really? My year? Yeah. <laughs> so that was like 82. For you, I think it's boring, but for the person that was born in that year, it might be entertaining. Yeah, but I can't do a part two to 82 because there's not enough. Right. You know, but the 70s is ridiculous. The 70s is like, Jesus Christ, everything happened in the 70s. Um, That is true. And the early 90s, the late 90s, not so much. Um, So once I finish that, I don't, I think I might do um, like movies from that year, you know, so then I'll just go up through the years. Uh, I think that'll I think that'll be a good idea. We even got people in chat right now saying oh, that they're even, already even, hyped for it, man. <laughs> even trend, even trends of certain year. Yeah, that is hot, dude. Holy you should do it, bro. Saying, Kev, I think yeah. we got something going on here. Yeah, yeah, we definitely got know, something. Doing movies and music as one, right? But the, doing the music is a little weird because I'll pick a song from the year, but you're seeing other like, let's say if I do seventy two. Right. And I pick mm-hmm. um, the song, I'll take you there. I think it's by the Stapletons or the Staples, something like that. And then there's a Led Zeppelin piece in it. You know, you're only getting the information, but you're not hearing the song. So, right. and the thing is, I can't monetize it because YouTube goes, hey, that's not your song. Mm, Whoever's song that belongs to gets the money. And I could care less about that. I don't do it for money, I do it for fun. So I'm going to do that. And uh, I'm going to continue that. And then we'll see what happens after that. I might just do some random year, like, you know, or, or do it with a theme. Like uh, World War II pop-up facts and, and do World War II. Oh, that's World War I pop-up facts, Vietnam I, War, I, I, you know. I guarantee you a lot of people, will, you know, certain people, certain uh, certain uh, crowd would watch it. You know, I, I'll be interested in the World War II, too. Just, just, just you know, what's going, what happened during that whole thing. You know, yeah, so, yeah, I think that'll be interesting, interesting for man. sure. I like that. I like that. You're gonna uh, be yeah. busy. <laughs> uh, just for the people who are watching live or listening, uh, can check this out. Where are you gonna be posting some of this content? Uh, I'm gonna post it on my YouTube page. What's your um, YouTube page so people can check you out? Do you know the sad part is I don't even know my own YouTube page. You don't know your YouTube page, Los? Come on, because I just hit the button and I'm there. It's, it's strong bear, bro. You just gotta do strong bear <laughs> search. I found it. I mean, I have you, but I have yeah, a list it's just, of it's just, freaking... it's just under um, my artist name, Tom, uh, Thomas Strongbear, T-A-M-M-A Strongbear. Yeah, so if, if anybody wants to check out some of Lois's content, man, go give him some love, give him a follow, like, do it right now. Just, like, do it right now. And there's stuff from, like, 14 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you might, when, YouTube, yeah. when YouTube was just a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when YouTube just got into the game, Los was in there oh, like, delivering and, that and content. Here's the best part. You get to see KJ rapping in one of them. Oh. You got a video. Right. Oh, yeah. You do got some early. Got, what a high teaser. I've oh, got, man. I've got some stuff I did in college Um, when I was teaching uh, uh a video class in Emerson. Mm-hmm. I have some stuff there. I have a clip of a film I did in high school um, and like some stupid stuff. So yeah, guys, just make sure you go check out Los's uh, content on his YouTube page, Thomas Strongbear. Um, and two and we also have the Great Or Studio YouTube page, but that's a little more random. But 
It's all cool stuff there. Yeah, there's the whole dedicated. So you can see KJ rapping his whole yeah. entire thing. So Greater Studio, for those who don't know, is a studio that Los used to run uh, many, many ages ago. Um, we did a lot of great content over there. We did short films, music, uh, photography sessions. Um, you name it, we did it. We yeah. even had, didn't we do a, um, a photo shoot with Baskin Robbins, I think, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. We that, were the that... first multicultural campaign that that uh, Duncan Brands, which is the parent company of um, of Baskin Robbins, ever did. Um, so I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, how did that, like, how did, how did you get that gig? And then, and, um, and then we'll get to the podcast stuff, guys. I, I promise. You know, we'll get to the um, topics. It was sort of a strange series of events. Okay. So, um, well, let me go back a second. There you are. Um, so what happened was I, when the studio first opened, we were looking for models. So then that's when I met Kate. Okay. Yeah. So Kate's boyfriend slash manager at the time, Adam, Andrew, Andrew. So okay. Andrew bro this guy could fucking talk a lot of shit and he wound up getting a lot of different connections so he wound up working for a marketing company he broke off from the marketing company but kept a lot of contacts so yeah. then he was looking for someone who could do an online campaign for baskin robbins so then he went to a couple people and he put it out to bid and i put out a bid and i and i lowballed it because mm -hmm. i knew i would have a lot of volunteers helping me out yeah. so like that really helped out you know my budget yeah so, plus the studio was like really hurting like that because it was third quarter of the year yeah um and so during the third quarter the company always 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 hurt so all my money was made uh second quarter and fourth quarter but first and third were usually pretty bad so then he says could you do it i said fine he goes they want to see a sample all right fine so i grabbed uh one of the female wrestlers from Ace Wrestling, I grabbed her and we just did a really quick 15, 20 pictures. I, I edited down to like 10. Yeah. And then after the 10, uh, I sent it out to him. He sent it out to Baskin Robbins. They're like, perfect. Now, believe it or not, the girl was from the Ukraine. Obviously wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so then they loved it so much that they turned around and said, okay, do the campaign. But I was under the assumption of they look through my portfolio. And one of the things people always said about my portfolio was, wow, you have all races, creeds, and colors when most people only have like one uh, or two. In other words, uh, people will only shoot their race. Understand? So if you're uh, uh, a Latino photographer, you only shoot Latinos. If you're black, you only shoot black. If you're white, you only shoot white. If yeah, you had a multi yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't think about that. I always said I got to shoot everybody. I want to work for everybody. Yeah. And then I did the whole campaign. I sent it out to them and they were like, one, this is more than we expected. Two, this is our first multiracial campaign ever. Yeah. And three, it was strictly for Canada. Um, oh, oh, that was for Canada. I didn't even know Canada. that. Interesting. So they liked the campaign so much. They wound up printing these images in stores so these were displayed in in baskin robbins dunkin donuts all throughout canada oh that is so that cool is so that would have been yeah. a nice like trip when we did that photo shoot actually i don't think i was there for that um that one actually no i think i was i was like late you though. there for the end of it yeah but that would have been nice to like go to canada and be like hey los there there's your stills like you shot that picture right there yeah that's you that would have been freaking and cool that is awesome but here's the thing, like, because it was Baskin Robbins Canada, um, all the suppliers were supposed to send us were late. We didn't have any cups. We didn't have any spoons. We didn't have any ice cream. So literally, wow. um, somebody who, uh, Jess, Jesse, who was a part-timer at the studio, also worked in Dunkin' Donuts, went to Dunkin' Donuts, picked up a whole sleeve of cups, Small and large, wow. <laughs> brought it up to us. We bought Shoprite strawberry ice cream because the whole theme of it was show us your pink. It was for breast cancer awareness. Yeah. So 
we brought in all the strawberry ice cream. We scooped it out. We bought, uh, no, we, she also brought the spoons, but we ran out of spoons because she only could bring in like 20 of them. Yeah. So I had to go buy ShopRite spoons and we used that for the shoot. Jeez. We went through, uh, but that's a way, it's a way right there. Yeah. If there's a world, there's a way. There's a world, there's a there's way. There's a world, there's a way. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Breakfast Club. Lo, you want to share an interesting fact about the Breakfast Club that you told me about earlier today? Um, there's there's of all, a ton I, of it. Um, before we start. Like, for instance, Jim Carrey tried out for the part of Bender. Really? The Judd Nelson role? Bender. I got to oh, pull what? it up. Yeah. Really? Yes. No, well, uh, the, the interesting fact that I wanted you to share oh, was that, that he wrote it in two days. No, 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 not that one. The one you texted me. Oh, yes. Today is March 24th, which yep. is the same day the film takes place. Out yes. of sheer coincidence. Sheer coincidence. Like this when the podcast is on the same day as The Breakfast Club. Literally, literally the opening scene, it says March 24th, 1985 or something like that. And we're doing 84. 84. And we're doing an episode about Breakfast Club on March 24th, 2022. Very interesting. Very interesting. Lost told me that. I was like, oh, that is a good omen. Ricky. Yeah. Just your quick thoughts. Um, What did you think of The Breakfast Club? Oh, man. When I first saw the movie was actually in Carlos' house. Um, Carlos introduced that film to me. Um, I didn't have no idea. Mind you, um, I mean, I was into classic film and all that, but I never, what is, and honestly, it's a film that still stick with me. I still remember that. And, you know, and what do you call it? The Rat Packs? That's where they, be, they all came from, the right? The Rat Pack. The Rat Pack, there you go. Rat Pack, So yeah. you have, you have Anthony, you have the other one. Oh man, forget about it. So yeah, for me, it's an iconic, I think it, it is a classic for me, believe it or not. So, um, and, it's crazy now that you told me. You said he wrote it in two days. Wrote it in two days, and I yeah, two that days. Is, That's that is crazy, hot. bro. Coming with those with that story, the detention and all that, bro. It, it's it's a good film. I, I I mean, I haven't watched it for a while, but I will. Man, I will. I want to see it again just because you know I like what is this and and Bullock, uh, Day Off. I think it was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Exactly. So love that movie. I love that movie too. Also, Introduced by by Carlos as well, so you know. Carlos always yeah. seems to introduce us to like films that we just never have seen before. <laughs> like well, it's just the, it's, the, it's crazy, the thing is, the Carlos is that when we used to talk about shooting something, um, we always use references in Carlos' library. Yeah. <laughs> so Carlos introduced. I want a scene like this. I want a role like this. I want the setting like this. This type of thing, you know, we that that was the references. Carlos never did show 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 me a oh here's an image. Carlos, no, we have to watch the scene. We have to watch the film, so we could know, you know, and get the idea. So it's something it's crazy because something that I do. So because of Carlos, I grew my library as well. So yeah. now when I have an idea, I put I put up a DVD and I collect still collect DVDs, man. Believe it or not. I wish I, I wish I could, man. I lost. No, I still, I still. Because one of my exes, I lost uh, nine hundred eighty, maybe a thousand DVDs. Dude, how do you lose no, a Carlo, thousand DVDs? Carlo had a crazy amount of, of DVDs, man. How do you I lose had, that many? DVDs, I think you, I think you even had it. You had it like organized as a as yeah. a freaking. You had a database. <laughs> yeah, he had a database. I no, literally I made a file database. I had so yeah. many movies. He had a limit, uh, yeah, and music and vinyls. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, I I have a I have a quick like random fact about the film. Um, do you do any of you guys know the reason why it's called the, like like the meaning of the Breakfast Club? Actually, I don't. Um, I don't either. Uh, John Hughes, that's what the uh, his son, uh, I guess he thought about the idea from his son getting detention. Because uh, back then they used to do what they did in the movie. You would have Saturday detention in the morning and kids used to call it the Breakfast Club. That's just what they called it. <laughs> <laughs> so John Hughes decided oh, to make a movie like called that. the Breakfast Club. 
Because, yeah. like, I thought about that today. I was like, why is it called The Breakfast Club? They eat breakfast for, like, maybe a few seconds in a movie, but it's not revolved around breakfast. So why is it called that? It's Saturday morning detention. Oh, Saturday shit, morning, that detention. morning detention. That makes exactly. sense. Dude. So that was the reason <laughs> why. Yeah. And here, here's the thing about the movie. Like, one of the best things about the movie is if you present that movie in a film school, you present the movie and go, listen, you need to watch this for character development. And because yes. the first, as soon as you walk in, as soon as you see the, all the kids arrive at the school, the only thing you see is that they're all in a shitty situation. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. all these kids have their own problems. Yeah. But once they enter the room, you have no clue who they are, what they are, anything yep. else. Yeah. That's what I like about it. You That's only see Vern yelling at them. You know, you will not move. You will not this, you will that you will not move from these seats, you know? And then you see Anthony Michael Hall who's getting ready to slide over and he slides back. He goes, Okay, so you know he follows the rules. <laughs> you know, and you know Bender wants attention and like you start picking it out. And look at Ali Sheedy's character. She doesn't speak till twenty five minutes into the movie and she says one line. Ha yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. when she yeah. said that, that I was just so caught off. I was like, What was that for? It just came out of nowhere. Because he doesn't talk. And then but, for her to say yeah, that was just really weird. She basically said, you're a liar. Yeah. That's what she said. Is that what she says? Yeah. That is true. Oh, With man. one line. Jeez. Um, all right. So I'm just going to throw a bunch of random questions at you guys about this film as we talk about it. Um, what is your... I mean, they do a lot of gross stuff in this movie. What is your most gross thing that they've done in this movie that you consider the most gross thing? The grossest thing that was in this movie? Yeah. Um, I'll let you go Vern first. Threatening Bender. That was. What? Why was that gross? I forgot. Because he's misusing his power. This kid who has a shit life, Vern's going to throw more shit on that? That's fucking disgusting. Oh, okay. So you're talking about disgusting in a different matter. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's just you mean like, like physically gross? Yeah, like no. physically gross. Huh? No, because Ali Sheedy with the Captain Crunch and the Pixie Stick sandwiches, everyone's tried that shit in the 80s. Yeah, I thought, yes, I was just about to say that. That was the most grossest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. And, and like, Bender she... spitting up in the air and they yeah. catching with his mouth? I've seen plenty <laughs> of jocks do that. You've seen people That's actually do that? That is I've disgusting. Do that. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. Fucking people got high. <laughs> Oh man, that was freaking disgusting. Oh well, Ricky, do you have one, or is it pretty much one of those? Well, I don't, because honestly, bro, last time I watched the Buffalo Coast, I don't remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, let me tell you, that you movie got me surprised on that, man. That movie's so etched in my head. I can tell you my favorite I, line I from the movie. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's All right, what's your favorite line, Los? What is it? Okay, two of them. Okay. My, one of my favorite lines is, does Barry Manilow know you raid his closet, <laughs> raid his wardrobe? And the uh, second one is uh, Ali Sheedy's character. Uh, I don't remember the name. When you grow up, your heart dies. And that's true for many, 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 many people. Wow. I don't remember that scene. Ali played Allison, surprisingly. Alice. Allison. Allison played Ali. Yeah. Dies. yeah. That is a that is a deep statement. Wow, just thinking about that, that's pretty freaking yeah. deep. I, I also, tell you, I, another line is: out of the many of girls from the from the uh, from the Agra Falls, Canada area, do you remember when um, Anthony Michael Hall was saying, "Oh, she lives in Canada. You don't know her." I don't remember that one. God, how could you not remember that when he's talking about how he has a girlfriend from Canada? Oh yeah, when he said that he slept with his girlfriend from Canada, all that. Yeah, yeah. okay, I remember that. I remember it now. <laughs> Jesus. And I like Hi. just watched it recently too. But, I just watched it recently. But okay, I know, I know you're talking about the disgusting part, but I know I do remember the part that she put the lipstick here, and she and she put lipstick through it. Oh, now I don't know. She actually could not do that. That's it was just shot in a way where it makes it look like she could do it. Wait, really? so explain it to our yeah. audio listeners what you're talking about. What do you, which, which character are you talking about? Okay. Molly Ringwalls. Um, yeah. God, what was her character's name? 
My, uh, her character was. Just describe her personality. Who was she? Which one was she? Claire. 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 She was. She was the popular Claire. girl, the princess. And Claire. So, Claire. 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 Yes. Claire. 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 So yeah, she, because she's she became a sensation in the eighties, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was. So um, sorry. Give me one second. So Claire, everyone's saying, "Oh, what talent do you have? What talent do you have?" And she was like, "Oh, look, she takes a lipstick." Puts it in uh in between her boobs, goes like this, and goes she, like and, that, and, and she, she does the lipstick. It, so she, she like lipstick. she almost like motorboats herself with her lipstick in between her boobs to put it on. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and, and she got no boobs. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I don't want to be the jerk and say that, but okay. Um It's okay, we'll never give me the jerk. Yeah, she yeah. Uh, she couldn't do it. So they it was all done through camera trickery. Wow. Interesting, yeah. interesting fact. Um, oh, my favorite interesting fact about the film is when they're sitting in a circle talking about their problems and stuff. Yeah, that whole scene was improvised. Really, it was not in the script. Really? These wow. people made up all these stories. That is so interesting. Wow, and like you would never think so many interesting facts would be held for a movie that's just sitting in a library the entire time. Yeah, it's really interesting. Well, just that one scene is is the um... yeah, and that's like the main the main thing in the scene in the circle. That's where they, for the first time, I think we've seen it. That's where they all collab, right? No, so no, it all so starts with what... them with them making. First, they were all against Bender, and then once the door closed, they had a chance to actually talk, and then once they had lunch, you know, they they started talking some more. And they started picking on each other. It was like a thing. And then at one point, when they all sneak out and go get Bender's weed, and half and most of them smoke except for Ali she Allison. Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's when they bonded, and then they start getting into their deep conversations. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because already by that's already Allison already had. She lose herself. More. Yeah. So, yeah. which character in this film are you guys? I'm gonna go with your first loss. I'm none of them. You're none of them. I'm none of them. None of them is the closest to you, at least none, none of them. Really? None of them. I'm a combination of the nerd, the weirdo, and the criminal. But the nerd as an individual, no. The nerd, the we're, right, so the nerd is which one is the nerd again? That's uh, Brian. Anthony Michael Hall, Brian. 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 Brian yeah. is the nerd. Which one is the right. weirdo? The weirdo uh, is Allison. Allison. And who? Who else did you say? Bender. Judd Nelson's character. And Bender. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Bender. I can Bender. see that. Yeah, I'm a combination of those three, but I'm not any one of them individually. Okay. What about you, Ricky? If you were anybody in this film, or close uh... to, who would you be? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see myself. I wanna. You know. Um. I don't. Okay. No. I, I don't. I don't see if I. If I am, I'm probably like. Man, I'm a down to earth guy, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> see, see, the problem is Ricky. Ricky is a combination of four characters, in my opinion. Wow, a combination of four characters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. which ones? The weirdo, because he loves art. The brain, yeah. because Ricky's super intelligent. Okay. The jock, because at one point he's very much into sports and skating and he has a lot of energy. And the princess, because at one point he was Mr. Ricky, uh, you know, Papi Chudo, always dressing upright. So you're calling me, I'm following Claire, uh, have some Brian <laughs> and some Andrew. <laughs> yep. Jeez, the beast. Okay. But not the troublemaker. I don't have no background. No, no, no. To certain women, you were a troublemaker. Like how you got your, uh, what was that phone called? What are you talking about? What's the name of that phone? The sidekick. Sidekick, yes. Yes, you're a troublemaker to certain women because how you got your sidekick. We're not going to air. We're not going to air Ricky's 30 laundry here to the world. No, no, we're not. We're not going to do that. It was one of those things where I can mention where he's going to turn 500 shades of red. Instantly. I can't, I can't believe you, uh, brother. I can't believe you, brother. 
I'm curious to know anybody in chat or anybody who's watching the recording or listening, uh, if you let me know which character you are, write it in the comments or put it in chat. Let me know. Oh, wait, wait. And Keith, what character are you? Uh, what character am I? Uh-huh. Um, I'm Anthony Hall's character, for sure. You think? I think so. Anthony, what is his character's name? I keep forgetting. Brian. 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 Yeah, I'm Brian, for sure. Uh, I, Brian is... Brian, Brian's the good guy. He's quiet. He stays to himself. He does what he's supposed to do. Uh, when things go awry around him, he tries to tell people, "Hey, he probably shouldn't be doing that." But then he sometimes might just join in anyway. Um, especially if you're talking about me back in my high school days, I'm Brian for sure. I I'm gonna call you Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> really no. Like one, another one of my favorite lines in, and I've used in my life is, "Hey, screws fall out all the time. The world is an imperfect place." I like that line. I like, I like that, that line. I like that, that was a good one. Um. All right. If you were stuck on an island, which character would you eat? Which character would you marry? And which character would you sacrifice to get off the island? Man, I would learn how to eat insects, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Well, yeah, I would eat insects. I would eat insects, man. Yeah, but you have to eat one of the characters. You got it. You got to eat one. You got no, like I like mean, there's there's it, nothing. It depends on how you're saying by eat. You know. What oh I'm trying my to say? god. <laughs> I figured, you know what? I immediately knew Los was gonna say that after I said it the second time. I was like, oh, he's gonna say that. But oh, Ricky, am I wrong? You're not. You're not. You're not. Hey, you're not. Okay. Okay. Let's. I'm thinking the same way. Okay. If you have to, like, all right, we'll just we'll just skip the eating part. We'll just skip that. Part. Thank you. Because if uh, you're thinking the other way, it might be clear. <laughs> which which character would you marry and which character would you sacrifice their living soul to get off the island? Uh marry Allison. You would marry oh, Allison? Hey. Okay. I can see that. Um and I would definitely kill uh Vern. Really? <laughs> Come on, man. He raids Barry Mallow's closet. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you would marry Allie. Marry Allie. Huh? She's an artist. Oh. Remember she, she drew that winter scene? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And she she like shake she shook her dandruff all over all over her little picture too. Do you know Where that was it? not real dandruff? Sorry, I was guys. hoping it wasn't real dandruff. No, it wasn't real dandruff. <laughs> I think it was like baking soda or something. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um what what about you, Ricky? Who would you marry and who would you sac what whose soul would you sacrifice? Hey, I will go with Allison. You go with Ali? Yeah, I will go with Ali too. Uh there's something about the quiet girls. <laughs> the quiet girls. The quiet girls do it for them. Um yeah. I'm surprised um, you guys didn't pick Claire. I'm I'm really surprised. That's the typical the typical girl is Claire. Typical girl. Uh, Eh, I feel yeah, you. yeah. Like, I've never yeah, liked the attention. Spoiled rich girl. Appreciate attention. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I'm not. I'm not down for that. Never okay. did. Okay. Um, I don't like anybody who doesn't have to struggle. Who, if you've never struggled in your life, don't talk to me. Because when yeah. you complain about something, I just want to tell you to go fuck yourself. I feel you. I. I mean, with that said, I would kind of have to agree with you guys. I. I would have to go with Allison for sure. Um, I don't know why. It's like she's weird. But interesting at the same yeah. time. It's something that's so weird about that. She's weird and quiet, but that's intriguing. The person that's seeking seeking attention, I don't want all that noise. You know what I mean? Like that's just too much noise. And now and now who would I sacrifice? Claire. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I just jumped in and did mine. All right. So Claire. who would you say I'm I'm guessing you would sacrifice Before who? Before or after you have Claire, that snack. Claire. Before or after you have that snack is the question. You're going to sacrifice Claire? Really? Yes. Yeah. The attention seeker. Yes. Jeez. I, I mean, do some attention over there while I run. Brutal. You're brutal. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm definitely going to marry Claire. I um, Allie. I'll marry Allie, and I would sacrifice Bender. Like he's Bender. he's a jerk. Get him out of here. He's not a jerk. He's not a jerk. He just he showed. That's what he. He, he acts like a jerk, he but was, he, he has. He's, he he's was hiding. hiding. He was hiding through that. Through his jokeness. I mean, that's yeah. he. That's he was. 
That was what his defense. So yeah, I feel you. Because think about it. When he talks about his life at home, right? What is he talking about? He goes, "No, Dad. What about you? No, yeah. Dad. What about you?" Then his father beats him. Yeah. Yep. So he has a hard time at home. So he's just trying to let out his frustrations. Because when he actually sits down and talks to everybody, he talks to everybody. You yep. know, he actually communicates. When yep. you talk to him one-on-one, -on -one, you see who he is. So he's not really a jerk. He's an attention seeker. Hmm. That's why he wound up with Claire, because they both wanted because attention. Because they, they both wanted attention. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm going to throw in another random fact here so, real quick. Um, no, I have a question for you guys before you go in there. Okay. So, 2022. Out of all of them, who's the most successful now? Out of the cast? Yeah. Brian. I think Brian is still in movies. He was in Halloween that just came out in October. No. John hey. uh, Calipos, the guy who played Carl, the jan Carl, the janitor. He's the been janitor? in the yeah. Really? He's really? been in everything. He's played so many small roles and so many things not even funny. Wow, Plus, I didn't even know that. Estevez too. He's a director now. Emilio yeah, Estevez. Yeah. My, my between my between my pick would I be Emilio Estevez first one, just because Mighty Book Mighty Duck is came back. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot also, that came back. And yeah. also, um, Anthony because the one show that he had the solo TV show, The Stand. Was the stand, yeah, it was two years, which he was hot. It was crazy. I hate that it got canceled. Man, he looks really he looks show. nothing like his younger self. Nothing, nothing. nothing. Like when he I see thing that will freak you out. He was the bully in Edward Scissorhands. What? Oh wow, you're he kidding me! Edward God, Scissorhands. You're joking. That, Look it up. He Holy was crap! Dude, no way. I did man. not know that. I've yep. seen that movie wow. a billion times. Wow. But I think, but That's I like blowing my mind. I think Anthony, Anthony was even more big at one point than, than uh, Millie Steven because he just came out of nowhere through the 80s, 90s. He was still in the 90s doing stuff back to back. Um, and I think he was the 80s. He also, he made, and, um, and uh, what's her name? Claire, the one that played Claire. Yeah. Um, they're both with number. You know, early early nineties, late eighties, they were still dominating the, the the theaters and the movies. It was them both. Anthony Michael Hall was in The Dark Knight. Who was he? Uh Angle. Angle? Oh. Who the heck is that? Really? Yeah. Uh I don't know who it is, but it's it's in his IMDB. I gotta watch it again. Wow. Maybe maybe yeah, it's it's yeah, I, I I keep forgetting that he's in everything because he does not look like Anthony Michael Hall does not no, look like not his younger like, self. No, man. All the other people kind of look like themselves, but he like when I found out that he was still doing movies, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Like he doesn't he I do not recognize him at all. At the, all. My only thing I wish he would have done was stuck to more comedy. Yeah, because like he's do, he's doing a lot of serious stuff. No, but the way that he looks oh, now, funny. comedy will not will, that doesn't work with him though. Because like I said, when he was younger, yes, but now he has that serious face. You know, it's like yeah, yeah it's probably his face. But it's here's the thing: yeah. you have to understand. Like, have you ever seen him in interviews? He has this dry humor to him. Like, it hasn't left him. It's who he is. Yeah, I just he did this one action movie in the early 90s where he plays a pilot and him and his him and his wingman uh crash in the desert and so mm -hmm. it's an action movie but he got a chance to be funny and it's fucking hysterical, it's hysterical. <laughs> you know i'm actually going through his imdb right now see if i can find it yeah i kind of i kind of I, I think that's that's uh that's an actor that stood with us from the 80 all the way to the 90s. I know. I remember him from the 90s and everything else. And he was just everywhere. I guess I think that's because of the Breakfast Club. That, that's what he that's what he uh he was discovered at or no, no earlier than that. Before that. Wow. He was in 16 Candles before that. that oh, 16 Candles is before Breakfast Club. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, about okay, that one. Okay. The movie I like he that did, movie. It was movie, with Claire too. Whatever her name is. Claire was there too. Yeah, um, it was them both. 
actually Molly Ringwald actually had a falling out with John Hughes because she didn't want to do any more teen movies. And yeah, they got I heard that. I heard that. You know. Yeah, um, yeah I did hear about that too. It's called Into the Sun, where Anthony Michael Hall p- plays a fighter pilot. And he's Into fucking hysterical sun. in that movie. Into the Sun. Yeah, I didn't realize he was still doing movies, man. That, that is, I've been watching this guy for all these years. No, I didn't I, realize I who it was. I know he was, he was still doing movies. Anthony Michael Hall. Who? He was in Tell Yes, Tell from the Crypt, the, uh, the movie, right? I think it yep. was. Yeah, yep. I remember that movie. He was in that. Crazy. Oh man. Well, no, he's he's still in a lot of stuff. He's still doing. He's still working, which oh, is yeah. great. You know, for sure. And the guy's not getting old anytime sooner. <laughs> like, it's getting better that? with age. Getting better with age. Yeah, so, um, I have okay. a I have a random interesting fact. Um, the movie, and this is from IMDb. Um, trivia, by the way. Yo, the movie, that huge. Yes, freaking huge, freaking huge. Um, it was originally intended for this movie to be a sequel. They were going to try to come back every 10 years and have the crew, uh, well, the cast from the detention hall, just kind of meet up and catch up with each other's life. But John Hughes and Bender actually had an off-screen issue with each other, and John Hughes refused to work with him ever again. Yes. It It doesn't necessarily, I don't think it says exactly what happened. They never revealed it. Yeah, they never revealed what it was, but apparently they had some kind of falling out back in the 80s. Um, and yeah, he, John Hughes just would never work with him ever again. That's why they but, cut the idea of there, that. There is a hint of why uh, in that trivia. If you look, it'll tell you that um, he stayed in character the whole time on set. And uh, he was picking on Molly Ringwall and things like that. And then Paul Gleason, the guy who plays Vernon, uh, defended him to John Hughes and he was like, listen, this is his method. This is this is what he does. You hired him to be an actor. Let him be an actor. If this is how he gets gets the part done right, let him be. Yeah. So to me, that kind of seems like why. A lot of people don't a lot of actors and directors and producers don't like working with certain method actors because sometimes they just take things to like to the extreme. Um yeah. Denzel Washington didn't want to work with uh, what's the guy who played uh, Joker that we don't like? Um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? No, the Joaquin other guy. No, no, no. What the Joker? You know? No, the other guy. <laughs> oh, oh Leto, 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 Leto. Leto. Yeah, Leto. he. Uh, uh, Denzel like did. Denzel did a movie with uh, Leto, and Leto is a is a method actor, and he freaking hated working on set with him. Whatever movie they did recently. Uh yeah, some some method actors can be a little much, and some actors and directors just it just they just rub them the wrong way. Cause it's like I, I'm, yeah. st- I'm I'm still gonna see Mobius, but anyway, <laughs> I'm still gonna see it too. I mean, why not? I want to um, see because I want to see how bad they fuck it up. <laughs> so you want to watch a movie, bro? I don't, I don't, I don't think Morbius is gonna be good. I I just I don't think it's gonna be good. So. I think it'll be good if it if they set it up to lead into other movies. I think they kind yeah, of have the to. Blade, the blade is, is 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 that's the reason why blade is coming because you know, Mobius is blade enemy. One so, of them, yes. Well, one of well, yeah, Mor- one. Morbius is, is also in the Spider-Man universe, so this that's might what, that's also. What, that, that's what he he was actually he he came out when he was first introduced was in Spider-Man. That's yes. when Mobius was first introduced, and then he crossed over. And he also, Mobius also part of a, of the uh, night, the no, not the night, the the moon, sun and moons, moon sun, whatever. The that that group of of witchcraft, which is you have um, Wanda, you have Doctor Strange. They the part of that, and, and so is Mobius. So it's yes. like all the dark type of superhero. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's why I'm seeing all these developing. You never know. Marvel goes, hey, we got the dark, whatever. I forgot the, what, who, what's the name of the crew? Um, Sons of Moons, Moons of, of Night, Nights of Suns, so, so, something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm look at it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'll tell you right now. Hold on. See. I don't know. Jared Leto is, uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not that crazy about Jared Leto, so I'm not yeah. that well, interested here's in that. Movie. interesting about, about Judd Nelson. Uh, remember the original Transformers movie? Um. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Judd Nelson played Hot Rod. Really? The one who becomes Rod. Really? Yes. Interesting. 
Wow, I didn't know he was even still doing work. <laughs> uh, he went back to Transformers and Transformers Power of the Prime and uh, Power of the Primes, the miniseries. Transformers Titans Return, the miniseries, and he played Rodimus Prime again. He was wow. also in Ben Ten as Eon. I don't never seen Ben Ten, so I don't know who that character is. Uh, some like cartoon movie, you know, for kids. Yeah, so interesting. And he was also in um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Wow, really? He was wow. a sheriff. Oh crap! I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's good to know that these guys are still doing work though. That's good. Even Emilio Estevez, as horrible as an actor he is, um, he still wasn't. Doing work. It, it was just that he wasn't a bad actor. He was just his roles so were not that great roles and then when the ones he did pick he didn't quite go that extra step to make them like completely amazing yeah like he did with the mighty ducks i believe in the mighty ducks is one of his better performances yeah mighty ducks is is his best role like he he, he was made for that role he was literally put and on this earth guns, to play that when role. he was in young guns yes amazing. young guns i forgot about that good one um all right so before we get out of here guys what are your final verdict if if uh if you were to watch breakfast club right now for the very first time what would you grade it what would you give it like like what's your final thoughts on the movie overall all right listen first of all breakfast club is an a plus okay five stars ten stars whatever period okay (laughs) And, and let me explain why here is a film zero special effects okay almost no dissolves no wipes almost all straight cuts it is have it is like 99.9% dialogue and you go from who the fuck are these guys to like oh my god i hope there's a part 2 <laughs> very true that, not only that the song don't you forget about me is like the most memorable song i love that song to this day it's still played at high school reunions high school graduations yeah. 80s parties 90s parties it has been remade it has been covered and how many times have you seen people imitate the bender fist in the air at the last freeze frame of the movie? Yeah, yep. very true. It was rated the yep. number one high school film <laughs> by Entertainment Weekly in 1996. Everybody does that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, every high school movie spoof to this day still imitates The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's a classic. There is there is nothing about the Breakfast Club that is forgettable. Understand? Nothing except maybe the music. Some of the music was kind of bad in the movie. Okay, (laughs) it Um, was the eighties, man. It was the eighties. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But even for look at Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That fuck. There's no actual soundtrack for it, but the fucking music in it is epic. Um, you know the thing about the Breakfast Club, it hits every note that you want to see in a movie. You fall in love with the characters. You discover the characters. You see them in different places. You see them develop. Like, you see them in situations that part of you wishes you could have done in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And not only that, like, the whole opening letter, the whole opening speech, you know, when you see different shots of the high school, all cuts, okay, you see these little bits of the high school, and some of it, you're like, yeah, that was my high school, and a lot of it is, that wasn't my high school. But there's enough of memories from your high school that you're instantly going, all right, let's see what this is about. Yeah. Not only that, John Hughes, Anthony Michael Hall's mother and sister were in the movie. Actual mother and sister because they drop him off at the high school. Mm-hmm. And John Hughes played his father picking him up at the high school. Yep. Yeah. Wow. John Hughes also does a cameo in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's the guy that walks on top of a car past the camera in the crowd. Wow. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lo- I, I I swear, Los is like a freaking behind the scenes guru. Like he just but here's, here's an John, bro. John I, I Hughes think, is my idol. I think you know? college, college should go uh, uh, teach film theory. <laughs> yeah, I know for real. You should. You should. Because the, the thing about people don't understand about film is, film is not art. Understand? There are movies that are artistic that can be considered art. But movie is not art. Movie is communication. Okay. Let me tell you the story so you can feel the emotions that the story is meant to bring. Understand? Let me me show you how this person speaks so you can either love them or hate them. Understand? This is why when I look at films, I don't look at them like other people do because it's communication. It's communication. It's emotion. That's pretty much what it is. That's why we, we tend to 
to like a movie when we are related to that movie. You know, when moments happen to us that it's like, damn, it's in that film, that's when you become, I like that movie, you know? So it's like when it played with the emotion, that's one thing that I liked about this Batman, going back to Batman again, is because he has the emotion that you're like, what the, you know what I'm saying? What's going to happen? So it's true what Carlos says, it's not an art. Because you could have the most beautiful movie, the looking artistic, but if the story sucks and it's not there, the emotion is not there, guess yeah. what? It's, it's going to flop. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but the example is Eternals. Visually, yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Story, terrible. Direction, yep. terrible. <laughs> My wife and I we watched it. I said, what the hell did we just watch? <laughs> it was not that bad. It was, it was okay. Bad. It, it was, was okay. It was. It, it was bad, bad dude. It was that so, bad. and here's the thing: the other thing about the Bronx that people don't seem to realize is how many movies have you watched and loved and fallen in love with and cared about were written in two days. That is kind how of crazy many, to like think about that. Two yeah, days. How many directors were directly influenced by this film? Okay. Oh, oh, a lot. Think about it. I think, Robert, I think Robert Rodriguez was one of those. Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith. Yeah, okay? yeah, that is right. Yeah. The list goes on and on and on. This is why the Breakfast Club deserves a 10, and John Hughes deserves to be in some sort of Hollywood Hall of Fame. He deserves to be there. Okay. No, yeah, because he was he was the 80 freaking director of the top time. So but but like, the man. thing that made his films so so well accepted Sorry. and so loved is because he knew how to write a character he knew yeah. how to how make to care about he mm-hmm. knew how to develop a the look character. let's face it ferris bueller could be a character you don't love but yeah. you love him and you root for him the whole entire film yeah you know what just like hearing your passion talk about john hughes i feel like our next tournament should be the best john hughes film of all time oh man i think that would be interesting tell me you that won't what? be interesting you know what? Here's the thing. There are two that will be on top. It'll be Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it will be The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Those are the two that will be on top. The other one, mm. like Sixteen Candle and all that. Oh, man. Again, they're all did great. It, what? Did he, he, oh, no, he, did, he, didn't, he didn't do Carrie. Who the hell did Carrie? No. Listen, no. But he wrote Curly Sue. He wrote oh, they Home. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's 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 a See, lot. That's, of, that's a One lot of, of classics, man. Movies is Home Alone, Keith. Yeah, it's Home Alone, <laughs> and it's a John Hughes film. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you talked about how much you love that film, but you forget the one thing that made it lovable was there was a story, there was a character, mm-hmm. it was developed. You fell in love with the character. You fell in love with the story. Yeah, when it yeah, good story, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with you, Lois. This, uh, when you, when you, when you saw, when you, when you saw, uh, Home Alone coming and, and, and to the lady of the, the, uh, the bird lady at the end, then, oh, like, part two, oh, part yeah, yeah, you're like, damn, that was, or when you saw the, or when you saw the supposedly homeless man that he walked into the church and he sees it, oh, and then he yeah, the story, come on, man, that's a young who right there, <laughs> yeah, I mean. John John Hughes, man, he he's an amazing director. Uh, I I would have to definitely give this movie five stars. Like this is easily in my top ten of favorite movies of all time, hands down, you, no no question. But you also haven't told us what's your favorite quote from that movie. My favorite quote. Oh, I forgot what my favorite quote was. I was thinking about it right before the show, and I completely forgot. Ricky, did you say yours? What's yours? I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go first. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even look. I didn't, okay, okay. Forget you know that. I will watch it. I will movie? watch it, and I know guarantee I'm gonna give it a good rating because, like what Carlos said, there's no way I'm gonna sit here and explain what I like because Carlos just said everything, and it's like, dang. All right. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> so before we sign off, let's talk about our favorite scenes in the movie. So, KJ, what is your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene in the movie is. The when they're in the obviously they're in the detention hall ninety percent of the time, um when they're sitting in there and everybody's eating their food, and everybody's just like kind of judging each other based off what they're eating. I just thought that that entire scene was funny, but I think it was 
even more hilarious um, when the quiet girl was like sitting there breaking down her meal, just putting all that nasty stuff all over her food. But she was doing it in such a way. It's like you can see like you can almost imagine the drool coming down her mouth as she's making her masterpiece of like bread and Captain Crunch and sugar. And then she threw the little salami thing onto the stat. What was that? Was that salami? What was that? Or <laughs> bologna? It was like bologna with like vegetable chips in it. Bologna, it yeah. In it. It's uh, some kind of Italian um, lunch meat, which I couldn't tell you what it is because I'm it not look, It looks disgusting. I've seen it in supermarkets all the time, and it looks freaking horrible. But that's that's olive loaf. Olive loaf. That's probably what it was, an olive loaf. Um, but yeah, the, the scene where she's just like putting it together so masterfully, and it just looks so disgusting. But she looks so like. Like she's adoring it, and then she takes a nice big crunch in it with no shame, with everybody staring at her. I freaking love that scene. It's my favorite scene in the entire movie. All right, Ricky, your favorite scene? First is the circle time when they're talking about each other and they just just bringing in the. Uh, you could see more of the uh, of of them getting along towards the end. So that just means I always always like you know because it's something that's why they got to know each other more. So. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know what mine is? What? When Allison is at the end of that scene and she was like, I've had sex loads. I've had oh, oh, yes. <laughs> like, By the way, I'm a pathological liar. <laughs> Which I also heard. says that they never they never found out who she was because she hit herself so well. Yeah. Yeah, that that yeah, was man. a good scene. That was a good scene. Um. So yeah, that is that 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 pretty much uh concludes our episode today of the Breakfast Club. Sorry about Club. the Batman parts. Sorry about the Batman parts. What is, oh yeah, man, we spoke about the Breakfast Club. We spent more time talking about Batman. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. It's more content. Hey, it's the new movie, but it's hey. It's more so content. It's it's getting money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ricky, you got anything you want to leave the people before you get out of here? Um. Anything in your mind? Any recommendations you want to share with the people before you go? Hey, um, you guys, uh, Netflix. Um, if you want to see a really like, for some reason, this uh crime docu series is popping off left and right in Netflix, right? You guys got to see, believe it or not, the bad vegan, bro. I don't understand how can naive can you be and be and, and get yourself be controlled by a man that at the end of the day took was able to take 1.5 million dollars and pretty much just kidnapped you and you without even knowing you that, that you was kidnapped this is hmm. crazy you guys gotta watch that man it's like what the like like what the you meet a man, this girl, she wasn't her fame. She has a most successful restaurant, vegan, raw vegan. Mm-hmm. And she just meet this guy just because he just because he was able to to have a couple of messages with Ali Baldwin. Mm-hmm. So she thought, hey, she he might be somebody known. Man, this guy was the biggest scam, bro. She did time, he was released, and she had to put the money back and he didn't. Just because he was able to get her to pay the money to him, and also took four hundred thousand dollars from her mom. Yeah, the guys walk. The guys walk outside. The guys outside is free. Wait, what is what is this show called again? Bad Vegan. I just added it's, it to my it's, to my queue. It's, it's a doc. It's a docu series on Netflix. It's from the creator from the uh, Tiger King. <laughs> of course, the Tiger King, which I still have but not watched to this it, day. It, it, it's just like I don't know if you've seen the Tinder, Tinder, whatever. But I'm telling the, you, I'm the Tinder crime. swindler. I did watch that. That was it's crazy. The same, it, it's the same oh, story, dude. Yeah, Netflix. Yes, Tinder swindler. Type, man. Oh, and you also, watch uh, and also, catching catching a criminal is is great. Those are the type of show I watch in Netflix. I like the, the series like that. Um, that it's in season two now. So that Tinder a, swindler uh, thing, man. I, I oh, watched that's, it recently. That's insane. It's the, same type of, it's the same type of story. The bad vegan. It's the same type of t- bro. And I, I'm you just I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, really? How the yeah. hell who can let yourself get control? And I'm talking about she believed that this guy said, 
if you do it this way, you're going to get more money. If you do it this way, oh, and you got to see how that guy talked. He said she believed that he was going to make her immortal and her dog immortal. That's Bro. That's weird. Come on, that's weird, man. I, I, it's I not know. weird when you understand that a lot of this comes from loneliness. The the hardest yeah. thing for people to understand is as an adult, you're lonely. You know, we yeah. don't have a place where we go to where there's 500 or 1,000 people where we could possibly hang out with like it was in high school. Yeah. You know, as adults, we've got, what, maybe like enough friends <laughs> to fit one hand? You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? And I that can is, barely fit them on that hand. And we're, and we're all adults and we all have busyness and everything. Think about it. We, I've known Ricky what, over like 20 years, right? More? More than that, though, since I was 16. I'm, I'm, I'm 39 now. <laughs> yeah. And, and so. if you think about it, I, I speak to Ricky like over the phone maybe four or five times a year. You well, know? now, yeah. <laughs> no. no, no. Even in the past, I just randomly call you up. We just bullshit for like 10, 15 minutes. And, you you got to call your friend. But before, you know, before when I used to be in Jersey, that was every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Yeah, it's, yeah, the whole loneliness thing, especially since COVID started. Oh, like, it's been yeah. crazy for some people because uh, you spend less time with people now. Because now you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to this but, person's house. But, but it's yeah. true what Carlos says because in in this documentary, her, she had everything. She had a successful restaurant, but she didn't have a marriage. She didn't have, she didn't want to have children. Um, she, she, you could tell that she was very depressive type of person because yeah. she didn't have a partner. So I yeah. guess she wanted to be like she, at first, at one point, she thought that her and Ali Bowen had something going on. In reality, no, Ali Bowen went and, and, and found himself with somebody else. Yeah. And then she just found this one guy that was close to Ali Bowen. And messed her up bro even worse stuff yeah, like that. stuff like that that in the show tender swindler really reminded me on like the lengths the lengths that people will go to like be loved mm -hmm. like yeah. no no amount of money will stop anybody from being loved like in that show the tender swindler these women spent like this guy embezzled bro, met, met her met her like in, in less than a month hey i need money because well, it's crazy the way how he did it, though. Yeah, he, that, he that, swindled that hundreds and thousands of dollars from, like, between, what, two, three women? Yeah. But, like, he's walking the streets now different because... Different country. Different country. <laughs> it's crazy. And, like, thinking about you, like, I would never do that, but these women did it. They thought they were in love. They thought that the person they were with was somebody that really wanted to build a future with them. So they yep. said, listen, if this is my man, why am I not going to help him? The guy made them think that he was about to be killed and this that and the other and no he bro, was it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy, crazy. story crazy. Real crazy and i just can't believe that there's people like that they they they, they get manipulated into stuff like that you know and it, 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 they did it right i guess it's a new type of scam because if i get you to send me money and you have consent that you send me money that's it i'm not gonna go to jail you already did. If you guys made it this far, you're probably wondering what happened to the podcast and why am I randomly hearing KJ's voice again? Um, the podcast, this part of the podcast, shall I say, uh, got cut off. We were streaming the podcast live as we always do. And our, um, for some reason, OBS decided to just uh, not work anymore. And it just wouldn't restart for some weird reason. So the podcast into here, but luckily we're pretty much at the end of the show anyway. But I just want to say thank you for getting this far into the podcast. Thank you for checking us out and supporting us to this date. If you guys want, if you're checking this out on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, comment below, let us know what you think of the show, and just yeah, show us some love, guys. Spread the word. If you're listening to this podcast in the audio format, enjoying my amazing voice right now make sure you guys also leave that five star rating on itunes spotify whichever podcast app you guys use and leave a comment let us know what you think guys we appreciate your support we appreciate everything you guys do don't forget we had a patreon and you guys can check us out patreon.com forward slash the j house 
you guys can support the podcast there. Other than that, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to stop holding up your time. You know, I know my voice is just like so amazing in your ears right now. And I don't want to distract you from whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, whether you're working. I don't want to distract you right now, you know, because it's 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 sultry and it's, it's getting in your mind right now. It's making you feel great about yourself. All right. I'm out of here. That's enough. Thank you guys for checking this out.